Hello, this is a Korean in America. On my wanderings through Korean dramas from the past decade or so, I got back to one of the earliest modern Korean medical dramas called Surgeon Bongdari from the 2007. So introduction. The Korean drama Song Dal Hee aired in 2007 starring Lee Yo Won in the midst of the prime of a career and Lee Bum Soo at the real beginning of his television career since he was more of a movie star before this. After this show, he goes on to star in a series of successful Korean dramas including On Air from 2008, Giant from 2010. However, Sojourn Bong Dal Hee is not just a successful Korean drama which ended up launching a few actors' careers. It is a starting point of what we would now call the modern medical Korean drama subgenre. So the beginning of the medical drama in Korea. The medical subgenre has grown rapidly over the past 5 or 6 years or so in the Korean drama medium. Before then, the concept of a medical show did not have much of a presence in Korea. Yes, there were shows with a medical doctor as a character before. I mean, this is Korea we are talking about. They still love anything or anyone with a doctorate attached to it. However, unlike the modern medical dramas, the hospitals were never the focus of the show. In a manner, the space where people lived or died was still seen as being somewhat sacred and also actually having a set with many moving parts was too expensive for the Korean drama budget of the, of the, the time. The earliest attempt to make a Korean drama that resembles what we call modern medical drama was General Hospital from the 1994 starring a then young Shin Eun-kyung I actually re remember that the show was a huge experiment for the Korean drama industry at the time. While it was a modern success, there were no serious follow-up attempts to repeat this. The demand at the time was stronger for family dramas comparatively. This was even before the rise of what we call the trendy Korean dramas. So the audience was simply not that interested in the lives of professionals at work. Unlike Korea, the United States has a long history of making medical dramas. Even before the turn of the century, there was plenty of shows solely set around the lives of medical professionals. Famous examples are MASH from 1972 to 1983, China Beach, a good show from 1988 to 1991, Chicago Hope from 94 to 2000s, even shows like the ever popular Doogie House MD from 89 to 93 loosely falls into this category. On the other hand, shows like Dr. Kin Medicine Woman from 1993 to 98 do not as they have a doctor as a lead character but it is not really about the medical profession. In regard to the modern medical dramas, there are three shows that are really influential today. The first is ER from 1994 to 2009. 
This show put the camera solely on the hospital and the caregiving profession. Before the show's focus tend to, tend to spill over the walls of the hospitals, it is also the show that show that the audience could handle all the medical technobabble. The second show is Grey's Anatomy from 2005 to the present, which introduced a more character-focused storytelling approach within the boundaries set by ER. It also does not hurt that it brought the spice and the sex appeal into what could rather be a cold and claustrophobic atmosphere. The last show is House MD from 2004 to 2012, which merged the medical genre with the procedural detective genre. It also popularized the rogue doctor archetype within the medical genre. Before, the medical genre was more about the struggle with responsibility and ethics reflecting the times they were made in. One thing that these shows have in common is that they all aired in Korea via cable channels and had dedicated fan bases, albeit niche ones. The audiences in Korea and the creators of Korean drama were very influenced by these shows. So it is not a coincidence that Sergeant Bongdari aired in 2007 was basically based on the Grey's Anatomy model. In regard to Korean dramas, Sergeant Bongdari was the pioneer of what we call now the modern Korean medical drama. Sergeant Bongdari starts with a young female doctor beginning a new job at a large hospital. This character is the namesake of the show. She's called Bongdari. She is a young, energetic, but naive and immature doctor who tends to create more trouble than if she had actually less energy and less enthusiasm. She also brings with her the Grey's Anatomy style voiceovers from time to time, although this is sparingly com used compared to the Grey's Anatomy model, which was rather notorious for voiceovers. When I think about it, the voiceover technique was not very much a thing in Korean dramas before this. In any case, from the basic premise alone, you see a lot of the Grey's Anatomy influences. While Sojan Bongnari was the closest to the Grey's Anatomy model Korean dramas ever got, it also could be said to be quite Korean also. The show introduces the Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice character dynamic so influential in Korean dramas in a medical drama show. You have the aloof, rigid Mr. Darcy archetype played by the always wonderful Lee Bum-soo. I actually think I heard a few lines of dialogue that are paraphrasing ones from the Jane Austen novel. There's a Mr. Wickham archetype who is surprisingly charming and rather seems more flexible than the Mr. Darcy archetype. This is played by Kim Min-jun. The Elizabeth Bennet archetype stuck between the two guys played by Yo Won. At the same time, Sonja Bongdari does something interesting with this basic dynamic. The show goes for a male two-top format which, with a focus on the conflict between the two male characters' huge egos, different personalities. In a way, it could be said that the core of the plot is driven by the mano-imano duel between the two with the female lead operating more on the periphery. This is all since the so-called lead of the show is the female lead, Bongdari. 
which you can see from the title. However, it is difficult to say that she is necessarily marginalized since she has her own story arcs separated from the mano Imano duel, although sometimes they feel like subplots. Still, she is the emotional heart of the show. This character dynamic is rather unique. In Korean drama, especially the more recent ones, the focus of the shows is on the two male and female leads, even though the norm is now the love rectangle. The third real male and the female male seem to be no more than plot devices. With Sergeant Bongdari, you have something different with a third real male actually having almost equal story weight as the so-called male lead. In addition, the third real male is not treated as a cutout villain. With Sergeant Bongdari establishing these character dynamics, the follow-up Korean medical dramas are basically repeating this format to varying degrees of success. Examples would be New Heart from 2007, Cain and Abel from 2009, Brain from 2011, The Third Hospital from 2012. It has actually become the basic formula for the Korean medical dramas today. Another thing that Sojang Bongdari does is setting up rivalries between the hospital departments as a key motivating factor of the show. In the show, there is a strong rift between the cancer treatment ward and the thoracic cardiovascular surgery ward. Wow, that's a tongue twister. In the third hospital, the rift was between the western and eastern medical divisions within the neurosurgery department. At its core, it is basically the same setup. This is rather interesting since this conflict is less of a focus in Japanese dramas which have done more medical shows over the years. Sergeant Bungdari also has the honor of sneaking in the concept of what we could call the professor and the young graduate student uh, love dynamic that has gained steam in most more recent Korean dramas. In this show, the age difference between the, the leads is 10 years in real life and something similar in, also, in the reality of the show also. While the an age gap of 5 years between the couples have not been uncommon in Korean dramas and in society itself, a gap of more than a decade has not been seen much in Korean dramas. However, with Sojourn Bongdari as a start, this uh, love dynamic has become a cornerstone of the medical subgenre in Korean, uh, Korean dramas afterwards. Recently, this uh, dynamic has been spreading over to non-medical shows. Oddly enough, it was in Prime Minister and Me from 2014, also starring Lee Bum Su, that this dynamic was repeated. And what is with Ibam Su? He has been cast in several shows with a female lead a decade or more younger than him. So how does the medical drama genre work out with, within the Korean dramas? Since Sojan Bungdari is the first significant attempt to do a medical drama in Korea since the, the 20th century, we need to talk about whether it was success. success. Looking at the present, you know it worked out. 
but we do have to ask the question since the reasoning and the, re and the answer is rather interesting. It did work. Many Korean dramas suffer, f suffer from the nature of the medium itself. This includes the fact that there is barely any structure within the writing and the core plot cannot usually support the whole show. This is actually solved by adopting the American Grey's Anatomy model. At its core, Grey's Anatomy is still an episodic show with varying medical cases popping up each episode. At the same time, it has enough flexibility that a serialized story arc can be laid out over multiple episodes mainly through the characters. When added to Korean dramas, the episodic nature forces structure onto the writing of the, of the episodes while still maintaining the mostly serialized nature of Korean drama storytelling. Thus, the writing is overall better across the board. Also, unlike Doogie House MD, Grey's Anatomy is basically an ensemble show even though there is a tighter character focus. This means that the range of stories that the show can tell increases drastically compared to when there is only the lead couple to base the story on part. The result is that Sojourn Bongdari is a, one of the best paced Korean dramas I have ever seen. Every side character and each patient gets their own concise story arc while not overstaying their welcome. In other words, there are not many of those fillers you see in other Korean dramas that are not interesting and last way too long. It also helps break up the monotony of Korean dramas that you have guest stars, actual guest stars coming in and out of the show frequently as patients and family members of those patients. This is not seen much in other Korean dramas since they tend to operate like theater companies with only a cast of few. Let's talk about the character Bongdari. I think Bongdari is the main hurdle to getting into the show. She is a rather unacquired taste. She is too energetic to be that naive. Also, she is a too average a doctor to be that energetic. The other characters in the show, other words, her colleagues, describe her as Ojirap Nolta. Loosely translated, it is like she likes to stick her nose into other people's stuff but always makes a mess of things. If she showed a high degree of competence, it would be easier to like the character. There is something like a cult of competence when it comes to rather unpleasant and roguish characters. House proved that. However, she never goes beyond being just average or decent. In this way, I equate her to Harry Potter. Without the plot armor, both characters would never have survived their stories. They depend wholly on surrounding characters to get through the mess they actually had created. With Bongdari from the early on, she is constantly apologizing for the mess she created and asking for help from those who actually know what, what to do, and then keeps repeating similar behaviors. At her core, it is that she thinks she is valid in her actions and that she is totally righteous. However, she does learn and she grows over the show, which is nice to see as this is not a common trajectory of Korean dramas. 
Sojin Bongdari cannot avoid the typical Korean drama cliches. There is a love triangle. There is a mysterious past. However, none of them are laid on thick as shown on recent uh, Korean drama shows. They are just there in the background, providing motivations but not really coming out until the tail end of the show. And even then, the show tries to prevent them from dominating the show. I think it was successful in that. At least, it does not make the last few episodes of the 18th episode run unwatchable. Also, none of the characters act in a certain way just for the plot's sake. There are motivations and reasons for characters acting in a certain manner even if you do not quite like what they are doing. And I am looking at you, Bongdari. In general, this brings in a sense of realism even more than the technobabble and the fencing-looking medical props on the show. The characters are real characters, not just cardboard cutouts. At the end, Sojourn Bongdari is a show that laid the foundation for the modern medical Korean drama subgenre. If you have watched the more recent show, this would be obvious. However, the show is not just a classic because of its place in Korean drama history. The show is one of the best paced Korean drama I have ever seen. The majority of the supporting casts are well developed in their own manner and get their own story arcs. The actors who play these roles are pretty decent also. The most notable supporting cast is Choi Yejin, who you may have uh, noticed in shows such as the original I Need Romance. Since being cast in Sojourn Bongdari, she has never, never broken out from her supporting cast role. I do feel that she has a specific kind of charm that is very lovable. I just love the fact that her character nickname is Olive from the famous old comic strip Popeye with a small and round face and abnormally long neck. She does resemble that character. Overall, it is a shame that her career never really took off although it is understandable as she does not fit into the typical Korean drama leading lady mold. However, the main attraction of the show is the mano imano confrontation between the two male leads who at the same time remain professional, which is rather unique for Korean drama. And is it not common for you to actually respect a Korean drama character? This show has more than two in its rosters. At the end, I did end up warming up to the Bongdari character. Sojourn Bongdari is a classic Korean drama that pioneered the modern medical subgenre. I give it an A+. So thank you for listening to my podcast review and have a nice day.
괜찮으세요? 이렇게 널 보내려 해봐도 내 자신이 승민이 생각도 안 해? 